Hi, welcome to the Two Lads podcast from Daniel Sharman and Leggy Langdon's Two Lads. The Two Lads podcast is a place to come and listen to topics that you may not have heard men talk about so candidly and intimately before. It's no bullshit, it's straight to the point, it's raw and it's honest. And it's a conversation that we believe needs to be started. In a world of ongoing turmoil and constant change, take a break for 30 minutes and just come listen to the two lads in a deeply vulnerable conversation that is ongoing. We can't just say that being on an app is the same as being real life. That's bollocks. We're outsourcing the ability to be intimate. It's all built into the system for you to get the hit, get more likes, get more appreciation, all from the comfort of your fucking armchair. Nothing that is extreme makes you happy. I actually wish they didn't exist. I do. If you do do it, know the costs of it. And there are costs to it. If something's worth doing, it's worth doing it and going the hard way around because it gives it much more value in the end. Hi, I'm Christian Leggy Langdon. Hi everybody, my name is Daniel Sharman and this is the Two Lads Podcast. The reason I, we wanted to talk about this is we got, I've got a lot of friends who were just like, I'm meeting, you know, this knobhead and this person has done this. And yeah, I can see that. I can see how hard this is now, dating now and being on an app and how little patience now we have for each other because we can chop and change. And if you can start to wean yourself off it, I think the benefits are massive. And I ended up going on a ended up getting taken off it. I went into a 12 program for something else, but then part of that was taking that off my thing. And and I've not missed it. I mean, I think about it. So I'm like, God, how easy that is. It's there. But for me, I've never met anybody in that space that would lend it, that I couldn't have got to an intimate space with outside of this, this thing. And part of that is the bravery of, of putting yourself out there. And, and you got to swim, you know, you got to be ch- chucked in the deep end a little bit to swim. It's all taste, no substance. Yeah. Rather than, I mean, we we were saying this the other day, it was like, it's like having a Big Mac instead of a quinoa bowl. <laughs> yes, mate. I mean, you know, everybody knows a Big Mac tastes good, but there's nothing after that immediate, it's the front, yeah. it's a front load, back load thing again. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about that shit. Yeah. I mean, look, you've got a, certainly a unique situation that you experienced there and, and totally valid. And that's the, that's what can happen if you have the opportunity. A human gets the opportunity for the extremity of that. It's kind of what fame does, actually, to any person. You get the keys to the kingdom. And now all of us, that's why famous people fucking lose it all but the time. But that's why famous when people want to be famous. Right. Exactly. They, they but want to get rid of the pain of having to, like, do any of that stuff. Right, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, the reason that you're... One is you, you usually are trying to win approval. Yeah. And two, you don't want to have to win approval, so you want to be as famous <laughs> as possible to not have to do it. Yeah, you don't want anyone to give you the actual truth. Yeah. Yeah. 
even though you want it. So what is your experience with dating apps? I mean, look, I didn't get the same level of access in the same way that you did, but I did. I'm sure that I had, it was a lot easier in some ways. I didn't, it wasn't hard to match with people and that kind of stuff. I think that I probably held it in a bit of a higher regard than I should have. Actually, held what in the big dating apps. Like, I think that I was hoping that it would bring, like, actually, like, a real... Love. A, yeah, love. Huh. Yeah, like, a, a real thing. I mean, I, I've i been on a, a few of them. The Hinge is the one that I was on the most, and that one seemed to kind of deliver a slightly different experience, or I thought it did, you know? Or, like, the sentiment of it was, like, this one's for relationships, this one's for deleting, you know? We're here to help you find a relationship rather than, I guess, like Tinder is a bit more like hookup and Raya is celebrity stuff, but also a bit more vapid and Bumble's just weird. Hinge was always seen as the bit more, of it, the, 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 the deeper one. Is it like the hipster one? A little, it's kind of hipster, but also like, it's just framed as one that it's not a hookup app. It's like... If you're on Hinge, it's like you're doing the best you can with these apps. With what you got. With what you got <laughs> to try to find something real, you know. And look, you know, <laughs> I want to say this, like, I'm on it. So, and like, everybody probably thinks that on some level of like, well, I'm on it, you know. Yeah, and, 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 like, so, and I'm a pretty awesome person. Yeah. It's not, so, to me, it's not about the people. Mm -hmm. It's what the process of being, of what an app does to commodify how you meet each other. It's actually like if the people that you've met, yeah. funnily enough, were not on the dating app. I know that. I know that. But because no, the process... Hang on. Hang, hang on. on. <laughs> because the process yeah. that you went by was yeah. different. Well, those people you've met are also on dating apps. That's what I'm saying. But we didn't meet that way. That's what I'm saying. Well, I met one of them. Yeah, but what happened there? Well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, what, that's that's kind of what I'm saying. Yeah. It's look, the process. I, I agree with you. I would say, it on, I wouldn't say it's science. I would, no. I mean, I'd say it's before it's science. Spiritual. It's spiritual. Pre-spired. Pre-spired. Pre <laughs> it's pre-science. It's just built into the, to the DNA function of connection and the universe and all that shit. That's how I see it. So if you're meeting someone, you've both, in, in not on an app, but you're meeting them in the world somewhere, you both separately made a choice to be somewhere, right? Whether that be at a dinner party or a gym or a concert, you both made a choice to be somewhere. And from that choice of being in this place, you ended up meeting, mm -hmm. right? Which then sparks a, mm -hmm. the start of something. That to me is like, and you're accountable immediately. You're all right, you're there and you're going, here we are in this space in real life. You know, we can't just say that being on an app is the same as being real life. That's bollocks. Yeah, that's it's like, true. I don't care how fucking good it is or how tempting it is. It's just cutting out. Also, it's cutting out the whole thing of like, well, this is what I didn't like about it, which was you match, right? We've already done the big thing. Before, which is we like each other. Which we like each other in a non, just like, hey, how's it going? But we're going, we're saying, I'm attracted to you. I think you're hot and I want to date you. Before I've ever said anything to you and had any kind of connection with you, I'm already telling you that there's attraction. 
through this. It's basically like the way that you look at a celebrity in a magazine and you fantasize about them. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, oh God, they're amazing. They're amazing because they look good, right? And like, the fuck's that guy? You don't know anything about this person and you're like already fantasizing, you're projecting this, you look at the pictures, they do this thing that, oh wow, they're a chef, you know, or whatever they are. And now you've got, you're building this profile on a person. You're trying to put them in this, pigeonholing them into something that you want. It's maybe not even who they are. That's why I would like do, they have the video chat now on the apps, but when I first started, they didn't. And I would always be like, let's talk. That was the thing before I even meet you. Because I learned the hard way. Is it FaceTime or is it just... Um, it's built into the app. So you see them on You can video thing. chat. Yeah, it's not FaceTime. It's right. just their, their video app in within it. But you basically match on Hinge and then you can be like texting a bit. But like, you know, you, you spend too long doing that. You're like, it doesn't really matter because these are just words coming up on a screen. In my mind, it's like a computer writing them until you kind of start to attach a person to it, right? Yeah. So, I mean, man, I... <laughs> Mate, I've been on some of the most, the funniest first dates ever. Like, <laughs> like just going on, I remember going on this date with this girl. I didn't video chat with her. I didn't talk to her or anything. I just texted with her on the app. Yeah. She said she liked the, the original singer of Pink Floyd, Sid Barrett. <laughs> right? <laughs> Where do you find these people? Mate, and I was Online? like, whoa, you know, you're into Sid Barrett because it, it, he's not a known guy here in America too much. So, and I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And I used to go really extravagant on these first dates. I took a girl to Disney Hall, right? To see... I remember this. Nils Fram. Did you really? Yeah. I went to Nils Fram with a hinge date. It cost me like 500 bucks, right? And I went with... I didn't know this girl at all. I just met her. I remember this. Yeah, and it was like... She'd been dating this guy since she was like 15, right? And she, she was like 25. And she'd only ever had one boyfriend and she broke up with him like two months before that from being 15 to for 25, 10 years in this relationship. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you? And she's kind of like, it was almost like she had Stockholm syndrome or something and she couldn't, she was freaked out, you know, not by me, but just like being on a date in right. itself. And I'm like, why are you even here? You know? And like, here we are on this like massive gesture of a date to someone I don't know at all. I've had a couple of texts with them and now we're on this date. And I did that so many times. I'd go and like, you know, bowl, take them bowling or take them like ice, not ice skating, like roller skating. Oh, I thought you were going to say like, Mate, like curling. This girl that I took at the roller skating. She, oh my God. I went to pick her up from work. She goes, can you pick me up from work? Because my outfit's a little bit too risque for, for me to walk to the roller, bla roller skating ring because it was nearby. And I was like, what the hell are you wearing? Right? I get there to pick her up from work and she comes out of the office and she's like, mate, she's got like... Thigh-high boots. Thigh-high boots on. The shortest skirt you've ever seen in your life. This top that was like cut right down to her navel. It was like super low cut and just like boobs were just every hanging out and just... And I'm like, we're going roller skating. <laughs> this, this is a this is a the act, this is an active. This is like a kids like right like There's Wednesday night matinee situation. And you were wearing your spandex. I was in my full spandex, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, well, 
we got to do this now. I mean, you know, because you know as well, that's the thing. You just, all the texting, there's photographs. You've now made this opinion of this person that's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm into her. I mean, yeah. This is it. This is the one. Yeah, you know, yeah. and the then expectation. You, yeah, it. it's so, but the heightened expectation. And then the, you meet them and you're immediately like, oh, man. Yeah. Fucking hell, this is not... Yeah, well, I would nothing, never, none of the image is ever never. going to match it. It doesn't matter how... It's so hard to kind of like actually like line it up with what you're looking at on the profile. Yeah. It doesn't... It's, it's like a different person. You have yeah, to relearn totally. the whole thing again. Yeah, because anybody, anybody on that has put their best foot forward. And yeah. it's just... There's nothing like the worst version of like the disappointment watching somebody see you and go... Oh. Yeah, I know. And you, I'm like, you know, I'm a nice guy. So I just like would go through it. I mean, I was never like, yeah. I, even when I would be like, absolutely no way, I'd still have a drink right. and be like, have a chat. And then I'd be like, well, I think I'm going to have to go, you know, but yeah. this girl, I, went, I actually took her roller skating, right? I'm in the line. Supposing you get arrested? Mate, I was like, <laughs> I was like, please don't let anybody see, see me here I with this girl. Feel. And like, I actually started to teach her to roller skate because she couldn't roller skate. So I took her and we like made the best of it, honestly. Right. But yeah. anyway, whatever. It just, you know, I found myself in these situations all the time because I, I think I was, I was giving it too much credit, you know, the, the app world. And, and I was really like, Honestly, man, it's like being nowhere else, especially with COVID and everything. Like, I get it. Like, it's... There's no... How else do you do it? Yeah. Also, women now, I think, are a little bit more... They'd rather you meet them on the app, you know? Yeah, because it's... It freaks them out. freaks... It's really scary to have a man come and proposition you, basically. But... It's like, that's how you know if someone's a bit weird, if they can't do time and place. I know, you know, and then people will be like, well... It's, it gets hard because yeah. the reason that they exist is, is there is safety. It, it, you are taking safety into account because you can just block someone or whatever. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey. Hey, mate, you've turned mine off. <laughs> he's, he's, that's good. That's good. Yeah, this is that great works. actually for me. I've got the How big purple <laughs> screen on there. I've got another dial, and uh, I can turn you off any point. <laughs> okay, we're recording. Hi, this is Leggy. Join the Lad Club now. Patreon forward slash two lads. The Lad Club is our way of connecting with you deeper and more intimately than ever before. The podcast is just the start for us. Joining the Lag Club will give you access to things like two extra episodes a month. This is only the beginning, so get yourself over there at the Lag Club, Patreon, forward slash, two lads. Sending you all love. I knew I was like... It was getting bad, and I remember I was I would message somebody. I, I my mate had come to stay yeah. in LA, and and I and he was like, "Let's go for a walk. Let's go to Santa Monica." And I was like, "Cool." Yeah. And I matched with somebody, and I was like, "Hey, I'm going down to Santa Monica." And she was like, "Oh, I'll come meet you." Yeah. I didn't tell him right because it had happened in the car when I was going, and then. She, you, you matched with someone in, in some, the car. while you were going to, while Santa, I was Monica. Going to Santa Monica. And because it was just so, you know, I was just like, whatever. Yeah. So I go, mate, Chris, do you mind if I'm just going to 
just going to go and meet somebody. Yeah. But, but I knew that thing was going to happen, right? Which was, I, if I see her and I, I'm just going to be like, hey, do you want to come, you know, and it'll be a mate's walk or mate like thing. Yeah. And Chris was like, wait, what are we doing? Yeah. I was like, oh, I was going to meet, we're so, going to meet somebody. Yeah. He's like, is it a friend of yours? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Kind of. Isn't that? Sounds like something you would do. Yeah. <laughs> and then this girl turned up, but she had three mates with her. Really? Right? All of them yeah. I'd matched with on the same app. <laughs> All of them. Mate. One of them who was right. like, what? and I was yeah. like, oh, you're, oh, you're Daniel. Yeah. And I was just, you've not met so, any of them. Never met. And I, right, but like, okay. that's how lazy I was with it. Right. Yeah. And it was just like, and they were like, they were like, all right, you know, yeah. hello, mate. And I was like, hello. Yeah. And it was embarrassing. And it was like, it's like, and, I, and then I was like, what I'm trying to say is yeah. like, I get. Are you, what are you trying to say? <laughs> the, the, the disposable nature of yeah. meeting somebody, right? Is it gets rid of the safety aspect? Like they all know that they can weed out madness. Yeah, I think we're all. This is the thing, right? It's like you had an opportunity. You you had this experience that was like you know intense from what it can sounds like, and 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 people that are listening and to witnessing that, it's like oh well, that's. That doesn't sound bad to me. Yeah, or, it sounds great. It sounds amazing. What that. are you complaining for? You won the game. Right. And it's like, but actually, we're all susceptible. If you could hand that to anyone, they would want it yeah. initially. And then they would go, I don't want this anymore. Or this is fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like anything, like any medicine at some level becomes poisonous, you know? And it's like moderation, right? And all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. it's hard to do if you've been like I say, given the the keys to the kingdom in, in that domain, like you got to really experience it at the kind of the fullest level of like whatever you want, here it is. Right. And like that's, most people don't have that opportunity. And thank God, quite honestly. Yeah, I mean, it's, I feel like I was speaking to someone who was very famous and he was saying, go back. He was like, go back. Everyone go back. This isn't, I've I've done the research. Yeah. This isn't where it's at. No. Like, go Get back. rid of it. Get rid of it. Yeah. Like, I've chased it. I yeah. got there. And I'm telling you, I know it looks great. And from millions and millions of dollars and this thing, I know it looks great. And I know people say that shit all the time. They're always like, yeah. it's, you know, money and fame, don't matter. But you still don't quite believe it. Right. You want to find out yourself. You want to know. You're like, yeah, well, I wouldn't do that. Right. And that's it. But it does nothing that is extreme makes you happy. Yeah. And that's just a bummer. So what do you say to people that are like, you know, maybe it's, they're not having that experience, right? It's much more of a a kind of medium type scenario where it's like a place for people to find people. Are you saying they're no good no matter what? I don't think they give you the experience that you ultimately, whatever level you use it, it isn't a replacement for finding intimacy with somebody because you're behind the eight ball from the beginning. I know there are people that have found great matches on yeah. those things. And yeah. I'm sure it happens all the time. Sure. Yeah. I've got some, we've got some friends of that are married and stuff. Yeah. Right. But it's not to me, it's <laughs> the direction that we're moving in with all of these things. It's yeah. not the way to be going about this. Right. It's far more. I mean, I feel like a Luddite, you know, like I'm like, Get rid of the technology. Well, if we if we think about where we are now from where we were with it, let's say where are we going to be in twenty years? What's a dating app going to be like in twenty years? Yeah, you know, 
Or if you do do it, know the costs of it. Right. Like, and there are costs to it, and it will make you feel sad. Like, yeah. Instagram will make you feel sad yeah. doing anything that or feels lacking. good or lacking yeah. or craving. Yeah. It will, it will produce that as long as you know that that's going to happen, yeah. and that it's hard to find into it. Then you aren't feeling like something's wrong with you, right? And also, these apps—they're designed specifically for a certain reason. They're all addiction-based. It's like these people that are making these apps are very, very smart very smart and it's all built into the system for you to pay to get the hit to get the dopamine hit to go get more likes get more appreciation all from the comfort of your fucking armchair mm -hmm. you know without any accountability it's why twitter is such a horrific place because it's just like you say whatever you want and no one knows where you are in the world to hold you accountable for it mm -hmm. it's the same as when i talk about road rage that's why you see that in humans coming out if, if you don't have the accountability humans end up starting to say really weird shit when yeah. they get ang angry yeah. if, there's, if there's not any accountability for it. If yeah. I go into stand in front of you, yeah. right, and just call you an absolute fucking dick knob, right, and just start laying into you, yeah. there's a consequence to that. First of all, it'd be like, a dick knob. <laughs> <I'm interested. laughs> you dick knob. dick knob. No, but like, if I just started prodding you on your arm, right, yeah. at some point you're going to punch me, you know? Yeah. If I just kept doing it, you'd be like, legs, get off that. Yeah, you know? yeah, and I'm yeah. like, no. I'm yeah. just going to keep doing it. Yeah. You're going to punch me. And that's the consequence. Right. If you're in a car driving at 70 miles an hour and someone cuts you off, you can be like, you motherfucker, I hope you and your whole fucking family die. Yeah. But you don't really mean it. You're just, but that's what coming up inside of you because you yeah. can say it. That's your darkness. That's yeah. your shadow of your humanity yeah. coming out when there's no accountability. All of a sudden you turn into a real fucking malevolent person we yeah. can do that well that's it's what happens if you put a bubble around yourself yeah. right with your own accountability yeah the shadow comes up because the bubble it feels like you're not being seen yeah. right so you are the bubble whether that's you in a car or you on an app matching with somebody because your desire is for connection as a human right mm -hmm. connection and cooperation and because you're in a bubble, you feel like you're not being seen yeah. and you're not being heard. Yeah. And so it's producing this frustration. Yeah, that big that triggers. When, that, and when this other bubble comes along and fucks with your bubble, your shadow hits the side. Yeah. But it's more about your own frustration and not being seen or felt as a human. Yeah. Because like you said, if you were in a line of people right, and somebody just like moved in front of you, yeah. it's not so much that the bubble of... The car, although that's kind of, I think, emblematic. I think, I think it's kind of a metaphor for the bubble. Yeah. But you're faced with humanity immediately. Yeah. Right. And you your humanity. Deal with it. And they see your humanity, and and so there's less of your shadow. Yeah. Because it doesn't produce that reaction of I'm not being seen. Right. It produces like, hey, mate, what are you? Yeah. I'm in line. You here. deal with it in real time. And you deal with it in real time. But we're regressing yeah. into more and more of our bubbles mm -hmm. because we want to remove confrontation or remove things. the humanity and we see ourselves less mm -hmm. and people see us less yeah. and it produces more loneliness and more fear yeah that's what group talk does as well it's like if you just make it about a group of people you're removing the humanity from those people and therefore now we can talk about them as non-human you mm -hmm. know and it's the way like warfare happens now it used to be man-on-man -man combat mm -hmm. right and now it's drone warfare just can send a drone over and just blow the whole village up, you know? Yeah, removes your, uh, you know. Which is completely relevant to dating apps. <laughs> yeah, well, it is. It's the same. It's, yeah. it's automizing our humanity yeah. and, and, and just 
it feels so good. I'm not denying, man, I did it and yeah. I get it and I still do it. I'm yeah. still trying to like get Postmates round <laughs> and I'm still... Hello, love. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> She's lovely. She's got, what's her name? Uh, Postmates. Mates. But I'm saying that like, I get it. It's just, oh man, if you can not. Yeah. But it doesn't make, it's all you're these You're seeing things. more. And that's why we're trying to do these trying to set up help people set up these circles is because you need a bit of humanity and being seen in your life to not lose it when the car yeah cuts you off or the guy doesn't yeah. message you back you need or your own it? village yeah of a small amount of people yeah. that can hold you accountable so that when you go through your week you can come to your little village and just release what you've gone through and mm-hmm. get a bit of reflection from people that you trust. Mm-hmm. And it's why it's so important to have that kind of community because we don't have that. in when we're alone and we live in metropolises and we don't have people in the room with you, you know, you're alone then. Then you go to Twitter, then you go to the, the dating apps, then you yeah. go to Postmates. Everything is done. Amazon, everything yeah. is done, yeah. brought to you for the in the name of convenience. And yet you're just turning into a fucking piece of meat. Yeah, and you're also frustrated because much as those are convenient, they actually are robbing you of yeah. your humanity. And your conviction. And your conviction and your... And you're just getting more and more frustrated. And that's why we're sending out these with the Patreon and we were sending on how to set up these truth teams or these circles so yeah. that you can like do that. Because if you can put this in your life, then it relieves some of the deep existential loneliness that is brought about by convenience and brought about by the bubble and dating apps are a massive part of that. If we're outsourcing yeah. the ability to be intimate. Yeah, right. By being in a car while you do it. Exactly. And also the fact that these dating apps, they're not here out of the kindness of their heart. They're not like, we need to help society connect. Yeah. That's not why it's doing it. I love when the companies use that. Yeah, but they're actually just, they're just pulling from a core fundamental of any human, which is connection. Yeah. They're basically monetizing your connection. connection? Yeah. And like make people connection addicts through our own technology. It's fucked up, man. And then you, then you're convinced that they not, can't find it without an app. Yeah. And then everyone's on it. Right. And then before you know it, you can't, you're not part of the circle anymore. No. Because you're not, I haven't got access to this highway. And we are doing that in yeah. every single aspect of our lives. Yeah. And all of them actually are people work out what is a basic human need. Yeah. Then they work out how to put it onto a platform yeah. that allows it to be monetized yeah. and then use the desire that someone's internal desire is either that's laziness or the desire to path of least resistance exactly is what and the then human they, does and they basically say here for a small fee yeah we'll do this we'll do it you. all for you yeah you know or you could do it the long way or we could do it like this right. which one are you gonna do you're always gonna choose that yeah. a human being will always go for the path of least resistance if they can and i just think I think ultimately what we're saying here is is that be careful with that stuff because sometimes if something's worth doing, it's worth doing it and going the hard way around because it becomes, it gives it much more value in the end. I totally agree. You know? That was dating apps, mate. Mate, we did dating apps, I think. I think we covered it for the most part for now. It's look, ongoing. Look, look forward to being sponsored by Tinder. Uh, <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by... Get your free coupon code. <laughs> <laughs> can't do that can't say that 
All right, mate. Well, lots of love to you. Yeah, I'm going away. Yeah, you're going away. We're going to start doing some podcasts remotely for yeah. a little bit. I'll be in South Africa. You'll be in South Africa. I wish you all the best for that, mate. Good, Cheers, luck, good luck on the job. And by the way, tomorrow, I'll see you on the beaches of Zuma. <laughs> we'll fight them on the beaches, We'll fight mate. them on the beaches, mate. On Zuma Beach tomorrow, the triathlon, Malibu triathlon. Yeah. Yes, mate. Yes, mate. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Two Lads podcast. This conversation is ongoing and it involves all of us together. So we'd love to hear from you. Let us know if there's a subject that you'd like us to talk about and let us know what you think about the conversation so far. The Two Lads podcast is available wherever you listen to podcasts. So please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the latest episode and give us a five star review. Tell your friends about us. All of that stuff really helps us a lot. We really appreciate it. Sending you all love. Until the next time. Yes, lad. Yes, lad.